Daybreak at Gotham City Library, where Penguin has just purloined a priceless folio of famous umbrellas. <laughs> I know where to dispose of you for a good price. Then Lulu and I are off to the races. <laughs> Caught with the goods, eh, Penguin? Four! How did you get unglued? Hand over that folio, you feathered felon, and come quietly. Oh, I always knew I'd come to the end of the road. Holy diversionary tactics! Now have me men pick him up in a jiffy. No. No! No, since we didn't apprehend him in this office, and since he got away with a folio, let's let him play out his hand. I suspect that this robbery is only part of a much bigger caper. Escaped? With a folio? Hello, Miss Gordon. Hello, Batman, Robin, Chief O'Hara, and last but not least. I told you we could handle this, Barbara. You needn't have gotten up so early. Well, it was almost time to open anyway, Daddy. Who was it, the penguin again? Yes, and that slimy bird slipped right through our fingers. Well, I guess I'd better phone Bruce Wayne. As head of the library's board of trustees, I'm sure he'd be upset at the loss of such a rare item. You didn't bother Mr. Wayne needlessly, Miss Gordon. Needlessly? That folio is invaluable. I'll have that folio back within an hour. I suspected he might make this move, and I've prepared a counter one. Today is the day of the Bruce Wayne Foundation handicap at Gotham Park Racetrack. I'm sure Mr. Wayne has many other important things on his mind. Well, Robin, to the Batcave. looking horse of another color I've ever seen in my life. At least nobody will recognize him. But I do hope nobody recognizes that the horse from the glue factory in Parasol stall is a phony. By the time they do, the race will be over. <laughs> what about the track officials, the jockey? Wally Bootmaker is supposed to ride Parasol. He's not blind. Don't worry about Wally Bootmaker. My two finks will take care of him when they get back. Well, we aren't business as usual, eh? Penguin's Bookshop. Hello, Sammy. 
Iron Marshmallow in the big race. No, listen, Sammy, I got a tip it's going to be scratched. Matter of fact, I got a tip that all but two of the horses are going to be scratched. Parasol in a late entry by the name of Bumbershoot. But the big bet, Sammy, is Parasol. All right, I'll take it. But pay cash, Sammy. <laughs> what do you mean all but two horses are going to be scratched? Scratched means withdrawn from the race. I know what scratched means, but what do you mean, Pangy? I got plans, yeah. I hope so. Well, why did not you tell them to bet on Parasol and not on Bumbershoot? Because the more money that's bet on that phony nag, which is bound to lose, the more money we'll make because the odds will be higher. All I have to do is to unload this folio there and get some money to bet. What's that, the racing news? No, this is a Saturday review of folios. All the rich collectors oh. advertise it. Wait a minute. This sounds like a pigeon. Wanted for private collections. Priceless folios of all famous articles, particularly parasols, will pay top prices, Mr. A.L. Fred. The Gotham West Hotel. That's a very, very wealthy hotel. Yeah, I just call it. I'm sure that our 10 grand is going to be in the feed bag, Lulu. It's not Lulu. It's Lola Lasagna. Well, have it your own way. Lasagna, macaroni, whatever. Hello, will you give me Mr. A.L. Fred? This is Penguin Bookshop. Hello, Mr. A.L. Fred. Yes, this is A.L. Fred. Don't you think we should take this up with a bat computer? Take what up? Well, the location of Penguin's hideout, for one thing. It's a little bookmaking shop on Fleece Street. I did a little extracurricular crime detecting while Dick Grayson was doing his homework. And also found out you're gonna have that folio back in an hour? I still want Penguin to play out his hand, Robin. And I believe you'll find that the priceless folio is upstairs in Bruce Wayne's study. I just came in, Miss Gordon. I don't know if Mr. Wayne is here or... Oh, just walked in. One moment, please. It's Miss Gordon from the library, sir. And there's the priceless folio. A steal at $10,000. Hello, Miss Gordon. Oh, Mr. Wayne, I'm glad I finally reached you. I've been trying for over an hour. Uh, Dick and I were out taking our usual early constitutional, and apparently Alfred didn't hear the telephone. What can I do for you, Miss Gordon? Well, completely against Batman's suggestion and my father's advice, I thought you should know. The priceless folio of famous parasols we keep in a locked case was stolen earlier this morning. Yes, by the Penguin. He apparently made his entrance with some sort of pass key and his exit through a window by using his umbrella as a parachute. A man of many talents. You're not upset at such a loss? I'm not upset, Miss Gordon, because the priceless folio is at this very moment on the desk in front of me. One second, please. Yes, Alfred tells me that Batman returned it just a few minutes ago, Miss Gordon. Well, that's incredible. Batman said he'd have it back within an hour, but... You didn't believe him? Well, I'm afraid I'm still naive enough to believe the impossible can't be done. I guess I owe Batman an apology. A word of thanks should do at the proper time. I'll see that the folio is returned to the library shortly. Goodbye, Miss Gordon. Goodbye. Good work, Mr. Fred. I feel we're one step closer, Dick. One step closer? When you're now out $10,000 to that pompous purloiner? Patient men win the day. An apt quotation from Chaucer. Apt, maybe, but I doubt if Chaucer would run into Penguin when he wrote it. While back with the baleful bookie, 
Those freeways are murder, boss. No explanations, no excuses. And you shut up. I want to see what the radio has to say about this. Priceless folio of famous parasols stolen earlier this morning from the Gotham Library has been recovered by Batman and returned to Bruce Wayne, chairman of the library's board of directors. Any further details are lacking at this time, but Commissioner Gordon... Returned already. Quadruple four. She is going to pay for this. Who's she? Miss Gordon, that's who. She works in the library, doesn't she? She knows that that folio was stolen. She also happens to know Bruce Wayne, who knows Batman, who just might know A.L. Fred. We got the ten grand, Pangy. Why ruffle your feathers? Because I smell a deep and dire plot in all that. But Miss Gordon is going to smell something even worse. What's that, another radio? No, it's a little toy for the police commissioner's daughter. Does it walk? Of course it walks, and when it walks a little while, it throws out a deadly gas on anybody who toys with it. Pangy, all we want to do is win a horse race. We don't want to kill anyone. She spurned me, didn't she? Well, she's not going to get a second chance. Now, you take this over to the police commissioner's daughter and tell her it's a gift from an admirer. Quick! Okay, boss. Advisor, you go to the racetrack, and you get rid of this Wally bootmaker. I don't care how you do it, you just get rid of him. Right, Penguin. We'll follow with our dark horse, and while I am making the entries, I want you to get rid of all the other horses. Me? How? Well, it's simple enough. They know you're there. I'll just apply plenty of this. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Gotham Park Racetrack, the racing secretary has some startling news for millionaire Bruce Wayne. Every horse except Parasol has been scratched. That's right, Mr. Wayne. And Wally Bootmaker's disappeared. And there's someone here with a last-minute entry called Bumbershoot. Yes, he's in my office now. Well, he has his entry fee. Says he's the owner-trainer. And jockey. What does he look like? <clears throat> Confidentially, he's a bit of a bird. <laughs> Let him enter Bumbershoot. I'll get another jockey to ride Parasol, and there'll be another last-minute entry from the Bruce Wayne stables. But don't say anything about it yet. Just as I thought, Penguin's not only overplayed his hand, he's tipped his mitt. Somehow he's managed to switch horses and put the big money on the wrong horse. Probably that goat from the glue factory. But what's this about another last-minute entry from Wayne's stables? Waynebow, my new three-year-old should win it. I didn't want to enter him earlier because I didn't want it to appear as if I were setting up my own horse to win the Bruce Wayne Foundation handicap. Now, about jockeys. Bruce, let me ride Wayne Bow. I'm light enough. No, Dick, I couldn't allow my own ward to ride my own thoroughbred. People might think it was funny. <laughs> but you can ride the fake parasol and try to win it. <laughs> but if I did win, wouldn't that upset all your plans? No, I'll get another jockey to ride the other horse. Who? Well... No, I wouldn't even know where to look for her. Batgirl. Gosh, yeah, she'd be great on our side and all. And all, Dick. But who is she? Where is she? I wouldn't know how to go about finding her. So, a short time later, Barbara Gordon receives several surprises. A little toy penguin. Oh, what a cute gadget. And look, it winds up. 
Oh, be careful, Myrtle. Oh, be careful of a darling little thing like this? <laughs> Myrtle! And while Penguin's pusillanimous plot proceeds, Barbara gets a second surprise. Oh, thank you. Myrtle, are you all right? I think so. I only got a little whiff of that smoke, but it certainly made me dizzy. You should lie down in the ladies' lounge. I'll help you. Never mind, Barbara. I can make it. These diabolical tricks must be stopped. I'm going to call my father. Oh, one moment. I think this toy penguin has probably breathed his last poisonous breath. And uh, it's just possible that a certain live penguin may be rendered equally useless. Can we have a word together? And speaking of words... This is a farce, Mr. Wayne. An unknown jockey on the horse that's the favorite. An unknown horse with that, that, that bird man on board. And, Oh, you do? Yes, as racing secretary of this meet, I have a duty to the owners, trainers, officials, and, and, and track fans, and myself. Why, if, if there were any logical explanation for such a travesty, if, if Batman, for instance, told me that this race must be run for a, a particular reason, well, that might be different. But just to satisfy a stubborn whim of your own, Mr. Wayne, as honorable a man as I know you are. And suppose Batman did tell you that the race must be run. I would have to hear it from him in person. A very capable man, the racing secretary. Remind me to give him a bonus, Alfred. You say you talked to Batgirl. I did manage to convey your message, sir, yes. Yes, would you convey a change of Bruce Wayne's clothing to the governor's suite at the Turf Club? Yes, sir. While Batman conveys a message to the racing secretary. an excited crowd awaits the running of the Wayne Foundation Memorial Handicap, the racing secretary hears from Batman in person. This race must be run. When it's over, I'll tell you why. And I'm sure Mr. Wayne himself will make a public announcement. Very well, Batman. I still think it's a farce, but I'll bow to your judgment. And Lola Lasagna meets her new jockey. I wish you were Spanish. Si, senora. Oh, you are Spanish. Do you speak Spanish? Si, senora. Good. It's nice to have a Spanish-speaking jockey on a Spanish-speaking horse. <laughs> si, senora. And Penguin smells a rat. That jockey, you know what he looks like? Dick Grayson, Bruce Wayne's ward. What would Dick Grayson be doing as a saddle monkey, boss? And one thing he'll be doing soon is eating my dust. <laughs> now be a good girl, Parasol. You know who that kid is up on that phony nag of yours? A darling Spanish boy. I'm so glad you hijacked Wally Bootmaker. He might have smelled a mouse. I smell a mouse trap. Did you put the bet down on Bumbershoot? We still have ten minutes. Oh, get going. Meet me outside the jockey room right after the race. Never mind, I got it. The horses are coming on the track with a $100,000 Wayne Foundation Memorial Handicap. 
One mile and one furlong. But as the horses come out on the track, what's this? Wainbow making his surprise appearance. With a very surprising saddle monkey aboard. Riding your horse, Wainbow, Mr. Wayne. It looks like it is. That new crime fighter I've heard something about. That girl. This is getting more farcical by the moment. Let's just say there's a touch of irony in it. Well, Commissioner Gordon, Chief O'Hara, won't you join us? That man called me. He said something very interesting might turn up here this afternoon. So Chief O'Hara and I better be on our toes. Good idea. What is that third horse doing down there? A very late entry, madam. I believe he's called Wainbow. Well, that looks like a girl riding it. Doesn't it, though? I'd better go make my bet. It is now post time. I'm a $110,000 ticket on number two, please. The is not steady yet, not straight. We're waiting on Bumbershoot. It's fractious. The flag is up. There they go. Parasol is moving to the front. Bumbershoot is second. Wingbow is third. They're coming down the stretch the first time. It's Parasol in front by two lengths. Bumbershoot is second. Two and a half lengths. Wingbow on the inside. Passing the stand the first time is Parasol in front by two and a half length. Bumper shoot is second. By two lengths on the inside. Wainbow looking for racing room. There goes Wainbow up on the inside. And Bumper shoot moves out. Around the clubhouse turn. It's Bumper shoot on the outside in front. And now Wainbow moved up on the rail, but is in tight quarters. And on the rail, Parasol. Into the back stretch, it's Bumper shoot coming clear by four lengths. On the inside, Parasol. And Wainbow. It's Bumbershoot in front by two lengths. The parasol is second. And Wainbow coming out. Here comes Wainbow moving to the outside for the run. And Wainbow on the outside. Here comes Wainbow to Bumbershoot. It's Bumbershoot still in front. Uh, holding on on the outside. Wainbow and Parasol is staying. At the half mile, it's Bumbershoot in front. And now here comes Wainbow on the outside. Wainbow on the outside is now challenging and taking the lead. It's Wainbow on the outside. Parasol moving on the inside with can't find room. It's Wainbow. Wainbow coming clear. Bumbershoot is second. Parasol is far behind. It's Wainbow in front. Wainbow on the inside. And Bumbershoot again trying to challenge. Parasol is staying. Wainbow looking for racing room. Comes on out. And comes to the leader. It's uh, Wainbow coming clear. It's Wainbow now in front by one. And Parasol is on the outside. It's Wainbow. And now Bumbershoot again. Wainbow. And Wainbow is flying. There goes Wainbow flying away. Wainbow wins it easily. Bumbershoot is second. Parasol is third.
organized riot on your hands, Mr. Wayne. Almost everyone bet on Parasol. Batman better have a good explanation, too. I'm sure he will. It's a very dark day for racing in Gotham City, Mr. Wayne. Mr. Wayne? Mr. Wayne? I'll change. And we better make tracks. Why? We haven't done anything wrong. We haven't done anything right. We just lost 10 grand. And the paint is running faster than the horse did. You can't go in there. You're a woman. No need to change clothes, Penguin. They'll issue you a nice striped wardrobe where you're going. Four. I'm Van Pfizer. Bridal at Philly. Help! Reserve! Reserve! Your odds haven't been too good this afternoon, Penguin. But five men against one girl is ridiculous. Oh, I'm enjoying this. Don't bother. No bother to return the many favors you've done for us, Batgirl. Mash them! Your perfidious prank is up. Perfidious four. I admit I fixed the race, but I fixed it so the best horse won. Regardless of that, Mr. Penguin, I'm sure that the results of the handicap will be declared permanently unofficial. And you'll be declared permanently incarcerated, you too, Lulu Schultz. Lulu Schultz? I am Senora Lola Lasagna. In a penguin's tail feathers. Come on, come on, let's go. You too. That girl, she's gone again. Like spray. Like a cloud. Like lightning. We should try to find her and thank her. Mere thanks are empty words, Robin. Whoever she is, wherever she goes, whatever she's after, I think we'll be seeing more of her. Dusty, Barbara? Oh, hi, Daddy. I was just trying to spruce up the Egyptology section of the library, but uh -huh. the sands of time seem to have pretty well buried it. Yeah. I was going to call you at your office later, but then I just haven't had time. I haven't been at the office. I've been at the races. Races? The police commissioner? All in the line of duty, Barbara, and it paid off. Uh, a penguin and a female cohort tried to fix the Bruce Wayne handicap, but we fixed them. So, uh, to celebrate, I thought I would take my favorite librarian out on the town tonight. <laughs> Your favorite librarian would love it. Just let me freshen up a little bit. <gasps> What's the matter? King Top! I didn't expect to turn up a pharaoh in here. Where did he go? Well, you can never tell about King Tut, my dear, but I'd better alert Batman. You mean a real arch-criminal has turned up here in the library? Well, part of him, anyway. 
He's a split personality, a modern-day Yale professor some of the time. And the rest of the time. A reincarnated Egyptian despot, old as the pyramids, wise as the Sphinx. Oh, he sounds fascinating. Mm -mm, no, darling, not fascinating. He is fiendishly evil, the most dangerous kind of fraud. Uh, I'd better get word to the dynamic duo. So, King Tut has returned, but for what evil purpose? With what nefarious scheme? And what is he doing in this library? Watch the next episode for the awesome answer.